it's a nice couple of little things to warm the uh, tongue there. Yaks, yellow coloring, yeah, whatever these mouth exercises. Your tongue's bright. I liked your, your I liked your other version though. What was that one? <laughs> I don't think I can say <laughs> it for the for the kids out there that might be listening. Um, true, true, true. Uh, can't be saying that over the airways. No bueno. Well, you know, we're hanging out here. What's going on, B? We're just uh, chatting a little bit of here about Man. Wyndham Clark and his little adventure he had this past weekend at the Wills Fergo. Adventure it was, but he came away with, away with that W, which is, uh, you know, huge for him, especially to get his career moving. Big W. Big Been looking for that w. w. For Wyndham. W for Wyndham. Mr. Clock. There you go, boy. His putter, his drives, he's just kind of murdering the game. Um, Yeah, he's a golfer. He's he's a golfer, if you would, if you will. And uh, that's really all I have to say about that. He crushed it. And uh, it was exhilarating to watch. I thought it was in the bag, and then it's like, oh, he's definitely going to win. And then, ooh, 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 ooh. And he almost he almost fumbled the bag. He got a little sneaky. Almost, but still uh, came away with, I think, what, four-stroke finish? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, he, he wound up uh, he wound up cleaning up. And, of course, you what win about the money. You, you win the respect. Oh, me, I also won a PGA event this weekend. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, yeah. Nice. That's yeah. what's up. Yeah, dude, it was definitely a professional gardening award for helping my mom with mulch around her yard. <laughs> so that was fun. Good times. Oh, man. She deserves it, though. Hard yeah, work on one. Mother's Day weekend. So you got to be kind to the moms out there, the world. Shout out to the moms. You know, shout out to the moms out there. We love moms. Thank you, mommy. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Wouldn't be here. Wouldn't be able to talk golf. Wouldn't be able to play golf. Yeah, man. You were Do the golf. sperm that made it. Congratulations. Just tried my hardest. Yeah. Speaking of, you know, welcome to another episode of Good Lies Golf. Here we are, man. We're yeah. doing it. Look at us. I can't believe people are still friends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, 100%. this is amazing. Hey. Congratulations <laughs> to all these listeners we have. Um, you all did it. We all all did did it. it. Yeah, we're here, and we're following our golf updates, and it's been a journey. Brandon did some golf last week, some golfing in the last week. I went out there and did it. Yeah, I did not. So, but I did practice, and I did do some air swings, did do some stretching, did some mental. What does Sherman's practice look like? What does that look like? Tell us. uh, You want to go through my (laughs) practice routine? (laughs) Yeah. All right. Let me tell you what happens here. I wake up, all right, at 6 a.m., yeah. and then I hit my snooze for another half hour. <laughs> That's the key. That's the meditation period, the meditation period that all these gurus talk about. That's it. It's the snooze between that first alarm, you know, and, and then waking up. And then what I do, game changer, second snooze, another half hour to 7 a.m., so I just, I keep that going. And then once I hit 7 a.m., B, 
that's when the magic starts pumping. Then I wake up, have myself a little chongy, have myself some coffee, get a little espresso. And then I get after it. You know, I, I get after the swings. I, I, I take the swing stick out to the driveway, Goodness. start doing some pumps, you know, some magic pumps, basically following a blend you gotta of... Pump. You got to pump. Basically this blend of, of Ron Artest um, and Dennis Rodman level of aggressive defense on myself. Defense. I'm just defense yeah. on myself out there with the swing stick, you know? Just if... If my swing's coming at me from another up. way, I got to twist and turn. So I'm just, I'm mm-hmm. just cruising. I'm just, you know, I'm fighting. How's that? How's that? How's that made your game? Like once you actually start hitting the ball, honestly, it takes about twenty strokes off. Twenty right That's off. That's legit. Dude. Right off the game. Yeah. Yep. Right Without off. even playing so around. Just, yeah. If you just do that, if you just play defense on yourself, use the swing stick. <laughs> You get up, you do a couple stretches, calisthenics, take a walk around the block, you know, drink your coffee, <laughs> your espresso. Yeah. That's it, man. That's all you need. And and do the Michael Phelps diet. I think everything works in your favor and, and you just start shooting well. So that's my that's how I did my week. But you tell us about your week, man. You had a better week that was on a live golf course. So you- Yeah, dude. It was nothing like that. Holy <laughs> shit, man. What a routine. Yeah, that's every day. Yeah, that's just an everyday sure. routine. So that's how I maintain my negative four hundred. So uh, hold on, I, we'll get to me, but I want to finish that that thought there, <laughs> dude. So you're telling me twenty strokes off the bat before even playing an eighteen. So what's yeah. your what's your handicap right now? <clears throat> handicap right now, all honesty, looking like a solid twenty five. So. Dude, I'm almost there too, man. I am awful. I'm dog shit right now. But hey, I'm still positive. I'm still loving the game. I'm still going out there. So you asked me how my week was, right? Yeah. yeah. By the way, again, just going to reiterate, that's an epic routine you got there. Keep it up. You're doing great. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that but, routine's uh, going to okay. get us sponsored one day. I hope so, man. I You had me geeking, bro. I could not handle that shit because it was all too good and too real. And I know you're living your life that way. And congratulations. Thanks, Keep man, moving man. forward. That's what we're doing. Yeah. So you asked me about my week. My week was pretty sweet, dude. I got you out twice again. Golf. I did. I golfed, man. Well, I tried to. But the thing that was really cool is, you know, I got out twice. And the first time I actually went out with Kai. So I took him out to a little little Miami golf center where they got nine hole regular and then they got a little par three nine hole as well. But they also have some mini golf. Wow. Anywho. So we went out there just planning on playing nine at the par three. And it was just me and Kai, which was going to be cool. We got there. It's like an hour wait before our tea time. So I'm like, shit, dude, let's just, let's go do a little mini golf. So Kai and I went and did a little mini golf. You know, he worked on his putting game, got the feel for the club a little bit, and uh, had a great time there. 
Man, that was fun. Nice little warm-up, too. You gotta love Just a little thinking, warm-ups. Thinking a little technique, you know? It's not hitting a ball, but you're you're starting at the beginning, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then... Uh, the feel. Yeah, Just we the had feel. a good time. Yeah, we had a great time. Just watching him run around, though, like, he was loving it. He was getting into it. He's still obviously has so far to go. Like, you know I mean, mini golf's fucking expensive, though. Crazy man. with the putter, but aren't we all? We can get a little pricey out there. Dude, excuse me. I just housed some Chick fil A. So my apologies there, bro. <laughs> just <laughs> blowing it. <laughs> Dude. I had to, man. You know what I mean? I was a little uncomfy. Yeah, man. Just getting after yeah. him. But it was sick, dude. Just watching him run around. It was a good time. But then, obviously, we still had our par three, you know, tee time. So, got on a cart, cruised over there, and uh, he and I just ran around for, you know, nine holes, just hitting wedges. I had him get his little driver out there and was trying to hit balls. And the very last one, he actually, like, hit it fairly decent. Like, at least for him, you know, it was like. Right. 10, 15 yards, but, dude, comparatively, it was by far his best one, which means, you know, he was starting to get a little better, you know? Yeah. And man. that's what you're always trying to do. He wasn't breaking course records out there. I mean, for him, he was, which is the positive, you know what I mean? That's true. Are we all just trying to beat ourselves? That's what you were talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah, but just this, just with the swing stick, you Defense, know? bro. Fucking just, defense wins championships. That's what it is. Defense wins championships. And when in golf, you have no defense. You have to play defense on yourself. That's, Got that's, to. Got to. That's, Only that's, way forward. And then, and then you said you played an actual round two. You got out there for a little round round. Dude. We did, we did, we did. It was sick. Let me tell you, man. Where did you go? What course were you? Uh, what course were you working with? Little Chick Fil A. So get this. Checking the uh, forecast all week, I knew that I had a limited window to get some golf in on Sunday, and all week it's saying that it's gonna rain from Saturday through Sunday into Monday. Well, we get to Saturday. And it doesn't rain, right? Right? We get a little with the with the clouds, you know what I mean? Kind of broke up. A little bit, a little whistle. Rained a little bit overnight, but I kept watching the forecast, and it broke up around, I don't know, noon or so, 1 o'clock. Hit up Cody. I was like, dude, you want to go play somewhere? So he, he checked around. Got us a tea time at 4 o'clock, 4.03 to be exact, at Elks Run. And, dude, it was supposed to be scattered showers. It did not rain on us at all. We got a full 18 in, and it was sick. Mm, gotta love that. Gotta like when the weather switches up on you and you get a little yeah. magic. Got another Best round feeling. with the bear, bro. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good feeling. How many rounds is that so sick. far? So far what? For this the year? year? Yeah, how many rounds oh, will be man. in? I, I don't know, dude. How many weeks are we in? I mean, it's May, so there's five months. Five times four is 20. So. 20 weeks? No, I'm saying, uh, yeah, 20 weeks. So what, you're golfing maybe once a week, if that, maybe a little less. Dude. 15 uh, times. Yeah, but obviously, you know, when it was colder, it was a little here and there. But, yeah, I'd probably put it at. 15 to 
15 or so. Ooh, very nice. Very nice. That's and uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, score-wise, my, my game is not even it, – it's worse than where it was last year, but I feel like as badly as I'm playing overall, I feel like – like I'm almost there, you know what I mean? Like I, when I do hit the right shot, like I feel what is correct. It's not like I'm just doing it. Like I can feel why I did it well. And like, I'm trying to build there. I just don't have the consistency, which comes with getting to the range. And, you know, we've talked about that. I, I get out. So, you know, I I got to pick and choose, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 But I do need to hit the range though. Cause I, I know that I'm, I'm so close that like, if I got some time to like, build that consistency that like eventually something will click you know what i mean right just just as if you had any time to do a plethora of things it, it's it's what we dedicate our times to like if i sat there and went on a putting mat for two hours every night before i went to bed instead of read or did whatever else i'm doing or doing computer work or doing on my phone or sitting on my phone it's like if you yeah. spend all that extra time, if we think about all the time we waste in a day doing other dumb shit, it's like, man, if I just spent like a, like 20 minutes working on my putting mat and like another 10 minutes on my swing and another 10 minutes doing oh, something yeah. else, like if I spent like 45 minutes on my shit, I could improve myself. And we don't even like think about the game like that, but we think about it. If it doesn't translate oh, yeah. immediately to the course, we get pissed, you know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, like, I mean, we talked, we talked before where like, we get, or I get pissed, but, you know, I'm still, like, I don't know. It kind of helps me, you know what I mean, in a way. It can be detrimental, but it kind of helps me, like, it, it makes me more focused on what I'm trying to do. But yeah, the inconsistency has been, like, just so deteriorating to my game, you know what I mean? Like, I'll, I finally feel like I, you know how much I've struggled hitting off the tee. I've told you that. It's like looks, to it the point where there's been there. some rounds. What's that? <laughs> looks pretty shitty out there. Talk about that's coming forecast. from me. Yeah. Who drives yeah, yeah. under ladies Awful. average. So Awful, bro. But I finally, like, I, I hit some really good tee shots where, you know, I hit it right where I was I looking. I bombed it as far as distance went, put myself in perfect positions to have, like, a nice approach shot and, like, give myself an opportunity to score, you know what I mean? And I would get up to my second shot and just fucking blow that one, which would typically be my best shot. Yeah. You know, a long iron or a medium to short iron, depending on obviously the length of the hole. Yeah. But yeah, dude, I, I had so many chances, whether it be a nice tee shot or a, a, a nice chip or approach shot where I had myself in a position to either par um, or like once in a while, maybe a birdie opportunity. And I would turn it into a bogey or a double bogey with just like four short game or something of that nature. And and that's the worst part, right? Like you work on all the shit and it comes down to that and you're like, fuck. You feel so defeated. Yeah. Yeah, you do. But, you know, the way I am, I'm so competitive that like, and I and I've felt a, that good shot before, you know what I mean. So right. it just makes me like a little fired up. If that's probably a better way to put it. You know? Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess I guess another man's fire up is another man's defeated. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I mean, it, it is also defeating, man. It definitely is. I mean, it, that's that's what makes such a great game, though. Like, uh, yeah. it's that's so mental, bro. <laughs> it's it's a mental yeah, game. It's so all mental. mental. If you get in yeah. your head while playing golf, and that and that's what like Harvey Pennick says in his little uh, uh, red book, he says uh, uh, all about um, like control, he like says some things. Yeah, he says something. Yeah, sorry, I had a blank out there, but he no, he talks all about like controlling your mental state in the game, like in your mindset within yeah, the game itself. For sure, slowing everything down, kind of bringing it to your own, and keeping calm in scenarios. Like don't snap and that's a big thing for most golfers like i feel like any golfer you know is so after that first couple shots he gets so off or so this or so that and it's the good ones that can like unfocus off that and go back to the subject at hand that those are the ones that can kind of accelerate through the rest of them and and those are the ones that get better at golf the more discipline instead of just being so mad at yourself for what it's like the time given spent on the game you can't really be mad at yourself and i've kind of right, learned right. lately to appreciate that about my own game it's like i don't play enough or practice enough to be great or good really so if i have a couple great shots and around yeah, and a couple just, good holes it's fun to go out with great. the boys man yeah i feel great like girls. it's a good time yeah and, and that's what it's about and that's what i mean just being a competitive person that's what like is difficult to understand at first like you right. can still be competitive in the sense that like you want to get better. Like, you know, we've talked about that feeling you feel when you hit that perfect shot and you, and the ball does exactly what you want it to do and it lands where you want it to land, et cetera. Right. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, you, you just, I don't, there's so many great things about the game. I mean, while you were talking, I was also thinking about beyond the mental aspect and being competitive and wanting to do a great job and sometimes have it be a deteriorating thing to your game as well because um, it is, like, frustrating. Then you take a second, you look around, and it's like, wow, I'm in a beautiful place too, you know what I mean? It's not just the right. fact that you're playing this tough, <laughs> difficult game, but it's also the place that you're playing it. And that's that's what the I misunderstanding about, about it. of golf too. And I know there's a price to pay, like, socially, financially, et cetera, for golf courses. Like, I get it. It just places people. It costs a lot of money. It's bad on the environment. Like, I get all these negative effects of golf courses. But it also creates some jobs, and it also provides, you know, money and tax revenue when they do well. Um, I just think – and it provides a, a, a town with a vacation spot. I mean, look at Augusta, Georgia, or wherever these places are now. They're probably – Hilton Head, South Carolina, they probably make – more money in that one weekend than they do in most weeks or months or whatever it is. I'm sure a lot of these, it, it's kind of not like the Olympics where it's just one and done and then it never gets seen again. These guys come back mostly and do contracts every year or for packages of years. So I don't know. I don't know about that kind of notion around it. I don't know anything about that. But what I can say is the scenic nature. Dude, of a you don't know what you don't know, man. <clears throat> I don't know what right. I don't know what I don't know. But what I do know is. When I'm out there on the golf course and I've had a few beers and I've toked a little J bone and I'm sitting there with my flat stick and I'm about to make a nice freaking 30 foot putt 
and sink that thing. And I'm staring up and all I see is mountains and like beautiful hills. And I hear a little creek in the background and I'm looking around, there's birds chirping and everything. It's like, that's better than everything about the golf and everything about it. And that's what golf is to me is like three hours of complete solitude of peace, where even if I'm having a bad time playing, I'm still out there and I'm breathing fresh air and I'm not staring at a fucking screen and it's just kind of like my escape. It's the one place where I can just kind of unload from everything and just put myself out there and not be worried about what's going on. And I have to get better with like shutting off my phone, turning it on airplane mode, but shooting content, obviously, you know, it's hard in that balance, trying to like not have your phone on you, but then also have to shoot stuff yeah. and be liable for filming all this stuff. So it's like, you want to have a blend of sanity, which is annoying, but that right, right, right. is for me, it's a piece, you know? Yeah. 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 I, I love it, man. Like I said last week, I think golf courses are some of the most beautiful places in the world. And I was lucky enough to, to work on one. So I feel like I even got that even more intimate look to it. And you just see how magical they are, especially in the morning when you're, you know, first thing there, you got to get out and mow the greens before the first tee times and mow the tee boxes or move the markers or, you know, whatever it may be. And you're just cruising out there and it's a little chilly. There's a fog over the, the grounds. The sun's coming up in the distance and you just get like such a cool feel where you like as as corny and, and ridiculous as it sounds, it feels like you almost become one with the course um, and the area on the grounds. And then you just get a newfound respect for that aspect of the game versus just the actual competitive and mental um and, and even the physical nature of playing the game you know there's just more to it it's not just the the act of it but it's also where you are and right. i guess i guess the same could be said about some you know sports arenas or football right you know, that's brendan has done ayahuasca trips with aaron Rodgers. 100 yeah. percent. Yeah. so that's yeah totally i, I you know if I was in a good good space, I'd probably attempt it. Yeah. Drink the tea, man. <laughs> Drink the tea. You know, but um, you're you're right though. It does provide what? that. Even going to the course early in the morning, if you go at seven a.m., think about a guy that even just shows up at seven with like a coffee and is just stoked to play like the first first tracks, as they would say in skiing. You know, it's like you get the first yeah. run of the of the course. But then think about a golf course maintenance guy he's he's 3 a.m 4 a.m he's up there so he gets the first real beauty like you're saying the rolling dew oh, yeah. and all the all the goodies that go with yeah. it and the sun coming up and that's got to be the most glorious and then if you actually are invested and you get to play a lot of maintenance guys aren't invested into golf they don't care enough or they're like eh, i don't give a shit i'm just getting paid this job to do like basically essentially hardcore landscaping and they don't really care about the golf which i think is crazy i think that should be a great opportunity that everyone should take to play golf especially on a nice yeah course. yeah i mean i definitely took for granted like what i had at the time i mean i definitely enjoyed it and i knew it was an awesome job um but that is that's definitely one thing i i look back and be like man that would have been really cool if i like stayed in that and then somehow found my way into working a really nice course um in some way or another but it's never too late. I can already hear. <laughs> I yeah, can already man. hear my mom. Um, no, but uh, 
yeah i mean it, they're just such cool places and you know getting the opportunity to work at elks was a real a real sweet opportunity and how you mentioned you get there so early and you know the superintendent is already there or whatever like that that's how my boss was like we would we would wake up at like 4 4:45 uh drive out there and get there at like 5:30 and then immediately like as soon as we get there that's the last second you could you know really get there to have enough time to do what you had to do um before the first tees but uh he would always be there before you and be like yeah man i checked i checked all this like i went to hole 10 hole 13 yeah man uh i think we have another bobcat getting some deer back here and we're like dude <laughs> like how'd you already check all this shit out he's you know, up man but they have to they have to know what's going on they have to know where to send send their guys and uh, that was one of my favorite favorite things that I ever did, and having the opportunity to like just go out there early mornings, throw on some music, and uh, mow some greens, hop around green to green. I loved it. Drawing some arrows, man, shooting some lasers with those those blades. Yeah, yeah, right, dude. Your shit was probably all bonk. Yeah, all yeah. no, 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 no. That's one thing that I'd say I was pretty prideful in. Was, hey, uh, that's proof. You came out of the Hamptons and you there. did that too, and you did it well. Yeah, actually, there I did the tennis courts. Yeah, man. Look at you, multi-faceted. Hey, You're just like the sport guy. Hey, man, I was just trying to do what I had to do to have a good time and live with you, man. Yeah, good times. Why not? <laughs> yeah, man. So, dude, you went out. You got to get out and play, though. Yeah, I, I got out there. The score is not great, but I got out there. I'm I enjoying it. I, I got to get out there too. I know this weekend's the member guest at my local golf club, which I didn't. I like. I signed up, and uh, I think I'm not going to participate in the member guest because I just got too much shit going on. It's my own excuses, but I got to start getting out there more. I just work's been dragging me down. The other work side at the media company there. The three mile media of which I mean, this podcast is hosted on it takes up a lot of my you, time and energy. There, <clears throat> go out and hit a couple balls at least, man. Yeah, you're gonna see me out there this weekend. I'll get some content. I want to see some some Sherman coverage. I want to see what's going through Sherman's mind. Well, really, what's going through my mind is I want to play golf and I need to play more golf. And then every day, I just want to play golf. So my mindset hasn't changed to where I'm trying to become so successful that I can just golf all the time um, and not have to do anything. So that's really the overall goal of life is to just become so successful, rich, that I don't have to do anything anymore forever and then just golf forever. That's basically just the new goal to just want to golf. Be charitable, philanthropy and all that good stuff, but then also golf all the time, everywhere. That definitely sounds like the dream. So, Let me know how that goes, man. Yeah, if anybody out there would like to sugar daddy that experience for me, please contact me. Um, super dad. Sherman needs a sugar daddy, that's for sure. I, yeah, or a cougar mama, whatever they're called. What, if you have a giant wallet. It's a sugar daddy for you, bro. Yeah, and if you don't have it, it's just whatever. Just sign a blank check and we're good. Let me golf for the rest of my life and we'll just it'll be... <laughs> Yeah, just let me do it. I think I just want to live in the. I'm living the dream, man. 
I love it. Oh, oh man, what a classic! But I, I got Yo, the setup. I got uh, the right setup. I got the little like net. I got the mat. I got the thing for the pool. Now we're opening the pool. I got the little thing for the pool. The chip set. So when it goes in the water, oh, you can do a little yeah. retrieval. So I'm ready for okay. the summer. I got my toys ready to go for the for the golf season. I got everything lined up, and I got a freshy pair of Pumas. So. It's a nice, oh, it's a you nice got time. I'm kids, ready. Dude. Don't, you know, I bought a new glove. I got my what new material Lives Golf custom Pro V1s made. It's on. It's on. Dude, you're ready to go. I want to I wanna see some coverage of this, man. I'm ready to lose every single one of those balls. I, you know, that's part of the game. Yeah. It's part of the game. How much money do you think you've lost in golf balls in your lifetime if you could way too much amount. if you put, <laughs> put a dollar way amount, too much. a dollar amount but well quantify it oh man over over a lifespan or just over like, a lifespan how much money has I've been lost actually lost? like attempting to golf yes oh man i don't know that's how many tough... i mean how, what i mean a few know. thousand probably yeah thousand times how much is a sleeve you know five dollars well i mean you gotta think like typically if you're gonna go go in you know you're probably picking something around like 25 you know 24.99 25 bucks right and Cheap then fuck. if you go from <laughs> yeah well, I, I asked for what are your cheapest ones because i know <laughs> Give even if noodle. i'm playing well at some point in time all those are going to be gone uh, whether man. it be quickly or slowly they're all going to be gone at some point um but i've also found a shit ton dude you know what i mean you gotta account people for that. do not pick up golf balls i found this they if don't. i see a pretty decent ball that's been well maintained and it's not like i have to go soak this thing in you know white vinegar for hours on end uh yeah i'll pick it up listen Why to me right not? now listen to me world They're expensive world listen to me world recycle talking to you guys world if you want to get rich all you need to do is just go to your local municipal golf club start walking around in the woods and just collect all the golf balls and then just sell them and a little stand right in front of the golf club every single week just sit out there at the little table and a little bucket and sell the balls back so easy there's like a, there's a, like a lemonade that, stand but for golf balls get yeah, every golf there's a, there's there's a little dude that does that at uh my dad's place the gamer's place the oasis legend and they also have a they have a box there too where you can like put money in and then you know pick out some balls but uh yeah dude apparently they just rake in man that's how you gotta it's do great, it because all great these idea. Clubs, no one picks up their ball they hit it in the woods Everybody's like, oh, okay, I got another one. No worries. I'm not picking that shit up. And then it's only like 10 well, feet in the woods. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I would love to see the numbers on like how far on average an uh, average golfer's distance is off their like their line. Because you gotta you gotta think their margin of error is you know, I don't know, well the distance upon which they would miss hit something is far beyond. Yeah, you golf know, is just gross. so challenging, man. The ball is too little. It's just such a fucking hard game. It's like it's like they made tennis hard and they were like, haha, here's something, here's a racket, here's this fucking ball. This is difficult. And then they were like, nah, fuck you, here's golf. 
You're like, oh, cool. There's a club and the ball's this big. You gotta be fucking kidding yeah. me. It's crazy. I d- good. I hear, I, I hear what you're saying, but I'm not listening, to be honest. I'm like lost in my own mind thinking about um, one of my favorite things about golf and one of my favorite feelings is just scrambling. You know what I mean? Like that thought. Just, <laughs> you hit a bad shot. You hit a bad shot, which I do often. You hit a bad shot off the tee, but somehow you get out of that position and you get back and you get up and down for like a bogey. You know, you save bogey. It's like you made something out of nothing. That's one of the best feelings. I swear that's, to God. That's Phil Mickelson's entire career is the flops. Yeah, and the yeah shit but out instead of, the of instead of bogeys, you know, pulling a bogey out of his ass, he was pulling birdies out of his ass. You know what I mean? Right. He could hit it back. But I'm saying that that's my favorite part of golf too, is hitting the shitty shot and then having to have the come back, the adversity off the approach yeah. of that second shot. That's the best part of golf is coming back on that second shot, at least for me. Yeah. I'm the one who likes that the best. That's that's if I could top my moment, that's that's the moment for me on the course. Like, yeah, hitting a great shot, that's perfect. Obviously, that's the the first goal. But anything, it's it's usually not that. Majority of the time, it's a shitty shot. So I appreciate after the follow-up of the shitty shot. Yeah, for sure. For sure. One of the most frustrating things, all of us have done it, and I did it quite often uh, when I was at Elks with Cody on Sunday. Piping your drive or your, your tee <clears> shot. <throat> perfect position. And you just create the world's largest beaver tail. And you just chunk the shit out of your ball. It goes yeah. nowhere. And then you Why got do we chip do that? on. No? What's Why? that? Why do we do that? It's just so stupid. Why do we do that? Why? It's because we're you... thinking without trying to think or not wanting to think. Oh. We're thinking about doing it. <laughs> it's like the most miserable feeling. Oh. Oh. It's like that it's meme so of Ben Affleck. When he's smoking the cigarettes outside, like that's what it—that's that's the exact feeling it is—is is when you get that shot and you you're just on a roll and then you just chunk a fat one and you're like, "What the fuck happened? Like this was perfect. Yeah. Everything was great. Why? Oh, Why? Man. Yeah, it hurts, especially for a guy like me because I've been struggling so hard." getting off the tee that I've had to like hit my second shot. I'd be like a really nice shot to kind of recover and get like back in position to try to retain some sort of score. So that's what makes it so frustrating is I hit a number of really great drives, perfect position. And then I do that and I'm like, fuck dude. Like I finally hit a perfect ball off the tee and then I go ahead and blow it on what I would believe would be the strong suit of my game. You know what I mean? Sure. That that sucks. That's the worst. Yeah. And and what's on the agenda for this next week? What's your next? Are you golfing a little bit or what? I don't know, dude. It's uh, Mother's Day this weekend, right? So yeah. Um. No. Yeah, I don't. You know, I might try to get out at some point, hit a few, <laughs> hit a few balls, yeah. uh, no. maybe play a little bit, but definitely gonna give the wife and my mom, uh, you know, their due for sure. Yeah. So yeah. So no, 
Yeah. So Brennan's going to be in some, some uh, you know, garage basement scenario doing, doing <laughs> some swings, doing little chunky, chunky swings, fixing that Bieber tail. Uh, if I have to, yeah. If and I then I'm going to mic it out, play swinging, a little nine, quick five. nine. Or at least driving range. I have to at least go to the range, whatever it is. I have to at least throw some stuff. I do. Get a hybrid. Get a hybrid. I tell you what, man, it was great doing a little putt-putt with Kai and then playing nine. The putt-putt courses aren't open out here yet. A little too cold still. It's not not quite summer. We got that place. It's a combo, man. It's a hybrid. And the par three is, honestly, it's probably better than the regular nine there. Yeah. It's just as beautiful. Well, we got our local community, so I'm going to hit that. Gotta love my it, whole Sag Harbor Golf Club. It's actually a state park, so you know, got the cheap thirty dollar round there. Pretty inexpensive. Can't. Go I want to see some pics of that, bro. Oh yeah, it's <clears throat> absolutely visibly gorgeous. Probably one of the best looking courses in the country. Definitely not. It's covered and infested with black pine needle, pine beetle, whatever. Just oh, it sounds beautiful. Yeah. beautiful. Oh my god. Cut down trees everywhere. It's great. Describe it. But. Yes. But it's amazing because yeah, all the holes are challenging. The greens are small. It's a tough course because it's just a kind of a fuck you. This place is kind of shabby. We don't really, you know, we're shaggy. We don't really take care of it. And that's what it is. Deal with Bro. it. And it's a great course. No, no disrespect. It's just a fantastic course. Like, that's what it is. It's got grit. It's got integrity. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It makes you work. Yeah. You can so shout out the to the member guest this weekend there at Sag Harbor. It's going to be a fun. That's one awesome. People, the guys. But, yeah, uh, dude. yeah, man. Looks like we cover got it, man. Yeah, man. Looks like we got some championship coming up here soon. We got the PGA rolling in, so that's not far. Craig Durant, man. Got a little PGA championship. Oh, right up in New well, York. I, excuse me. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's a I thought you were uh, referring to uh, coming up this week. We got Craig Ranch as well. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Craig Ranch, little Byron Nelson, come back with the Byron yeah, Nelson. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, we're doing. We have we got some good tournaments. We think uh, little KH Lee is going to come back for the repeat victory this week, or what? You know, I don't think he repeats, but I could see him making a run for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, getting in there. He he seems to like those courses that you can score on in the tournaments that are you know pretty fair favorable for the player. Because um, I think he won this last year at like. 20 or something under right yeah yeah it was ridiculous something crazy way too easy out there yeah so i i definitely think you know he probably gets in the mix uh just because he's one of those types of players but i could see someone else coming in it's tough to repeat if he does that's sick you know what i mean i think scotty scheffler does a little victory here that's my take little scotty a little tune up a little tune up yeah little little scotty action that's really it you think he's pissed off and he's ready? He's coming in hard this year because uh, didn't he miss the cut last year at the PGA, right? So. Yeah, and that's it. I I just want Scotty. He's this is his time. I can feel the pressure of the moment. He can. And he I can remember him miss. missing that cut too. It was brutal for me because I had him picked that week, and uh, I think he like doubled or tripled or something on the last hole to miss yeah. the cut. It was brutal. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, we'll see this week. We'll see the AT&T. We watch a little bit on Mother's Day weekend. We'll escape a little bit. That's it, man. That's a that's another episode of Good Lives Golf. That's another one for the boys. Wrap it up. A little Chick-fil-A. That's it. Dude. 100%, man. Chick-fil-A is good for the soul. Tell them what you're drinking before we leave. If you even have to ask. 
well, I can't say, but sweet tea. Yeah, lemonade, hundred percent. Lemonade, lemonade. You, you had it here. Heard it from Brendan first. Lemonade. Now, when I guys. go to Canes and get the little Arnie Palmy. Thanks for listening. Arnie Palmy from Canes. 100%. Cheers, brothers. Peace, bro.